So I need to correct the way that um, Jonathan calls my name. <laughs> Paul's name is Nedo Shedko. Um, but when we got married, I actually kept my name and added his name on. Um, <laughs> they're having a discussion about it now. So it's Jenny Sandford Nedo Shedko. And if Paul was up here, he would ask you to spell it. Um, and then I would give you a prize. But he's not up here, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Why don't we just pray? Just let's reconnect with Jesus, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Holy One, the Almighty God, our Creator. the beginning of our journey, the end of our journey. Father, we give you this time. And Holy Spirit, I ask, I I know that you're in us, but I ask that you would also come and manifest your presence. Because it's all about you. God. I have to confess, I'm not quite sure what what I'm going to say. I've just been up in Glasgow for a week with um, uh, sitting in Emma Stark's ministry. I don't know how many of you know her. Uh, I'm part of a training that that she's doing we had an intensive four four days and um i i know that jonathan talked about the demonic realm last sunday and interestingly what emma was talking about was the spiritual realm which which is um god's kingdom but also the demonic realm as well and I think when we start looking at what is really going on, um, our battle is not against flesh and blood. (laughs) It's against principalities and powers, um, which has helped me in my journey a lot to realize that even when I have had um, difficult situations, difficult circumstances, which often involve other people, how many of you get hurt by other people? If you don't, you're not human by the way. (laughs) Um, It's a good thing to remember that the battle is never against humans. It is all against the principalities and powers. But I don't know about you, if we focus on that, we lose sight of who God is. And Emma did a wonderful, um, a couple of teachings this last week which for me was a good reminder. It also took it deeper in some of my understanding. I don't actually have time to cover everything she said. But I'm going to do... Um, have, you t- have you gone a little bit of a journey to become more God-conscious? Because I don't know about you when you hear the news, whether it was during COVID and we still have COVID and it's working its way through... Um, or the war that's going on Ukraine, 
or if you actually follow broader news, there's lots of terrible things happening in lots of other countries. It's just not headline news, right? We need to keep our eyes fixed on the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So I'm going to take you on a little journey of reminder because I think sometimes we get so into life today and what the news throws at us that we forget who we worship. (laughs) That song that we just sang this morning, you are worthy of it all. He He is truly worthy of it all, whether we feel it or not. We know that God created the earth from the beginning. But did you know that God is outside heaven and earth? He is outside the universe. He doesn't live. He, he wasn't in creation and then sort of created. He is outside. He is bigger than we can ever imagine. And it was him who spoke both heaven and earth into being. And of course, we know that he formed mankind in his image. That's a whole other discussion. What is his image? But he also formed us with his status. Did you know that we have the status of God? We carry his authority. If we, are, if we have accepted him as Lord and Savior, if we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we carry his status and his authority. I'm just going to read a few scriptures um, to remind that to remind us that everything, my skin, this carpet, the trees, the flowers, the sky, everything is created by him, but he is in everything. Acts 17, 20, 27. Um, This is Peter talking about the um, statues that he was seeing around him and he saw um, one to the unknown God. So that they should seek God in the hope that they may feel after him and find him, although he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. Just take a moment to to reflect on that. In him, we live and move and have our being. Colossians 1, 15. He is the exact likeness of the unseen God. This is Jesus. The visible, I'm I'm speaking from the Amplified, The visible representation of the invisible. He is the firstborn of all creation. For it was in him that all things were created. In heaven and on earth. Things seen and unseen. Whether thrones, dominions, dominions, rulers or authorities. All things were created and exist through him. And in him. And for him. And he himself existed before all things. 
and in him all things consist or are held together. I don't know about you, but when I really begin to dig down and, and really think, I'm a thinker. <laughs> when I really begin to think about what that actually means, it means that every cell in my body is in him. As a person, I'm held together by him. Now, there is a point to this, because if we can really grasp this, then my question for for all of us, me as well, is, is why do we come under fear? Why do we question, is God there? Does he really hear my prayer? All our frailties, all those things that go on inside us, that I, I, I'm becoming more aware that they are questions we ask because, because we don't understand or know him. Know and know. We can know a lot of things with our minds, but that knowing comes by revelation, Holy Spirit revelation. Uh, and I know in my own life that when I've had those kind of Holy Spirit revelations, a lot of things fall away. A lot of the questions that I've been asking, a lot of the things that maybe I've been struggling with, they just actually become nothing in the face of the glory of God. (laughs) For it has pleased the Father that all the divine fullness the sum total of divine perfection, powers, and attributes should dwell in him permanently. And God purposed that through him, all things should be completely reconciled back to himself, whether on earth or in heaven, as through him the Father made peace by means of the blood of the cross. Emma gave a a talk on Thursday morning, and I have to say that all I could do was cry through it. Because she was unpacking the, uh, the profoundness of who God is. And I, and I can't give justice to what he said in, in the time that I have. But he is, um, He is life. He is life. He is the being. He is being himself. And the profoundness of the message is that he he, um, has, has made us to carry his being, to carry his presence, to carry him. When, how many of you have been, been baptized in the Holy Spirit? You know, conversion is a, is a process. It's a process of knowing who Jesus is, accepting him as our Lord and Savior, being um, baptized by full immersion, and then be, and being baptized by the Holy Spirit and belonging to a body of believers. It's a process. It's not a just one-off done deal. 
but the importance of understanding that process is, is that when we talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, um, Scripture says we are his temple. If you read in the Old Testament the way that the temple was built, I mean, it was glorious. It was amazing. Um, I, I imagine if that temple was still standing, we all know that it was raised to the ground. But if you really think about the beauty of the temple and the way it was designed and the jewels and everything, all of that. And then fast forward to the New Testament, where after the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's talked about that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do we get that? Do, do we really get that? That God, the creator, outside of time and space, outside of the heavens and the earth, outside of absolutely everything that our human brains could even imagine, lives in us by his Holy Spirit? I know that we're going through Acts at the moment, and um, in, in um, sorry, it doesn't matter, by the way, if I cry all the way through this, this sermon, because it's far more important to me that we realize who God is. He is incredible. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is outside time and space. He is the one that made us. The earth only exists because he, he is. Just pinch yourself and say, I'm here because he is. When you read what the disciples did in the book of Acts, and it talks about... Um, Peter's shadow um, getting healed as he walked past people got healed by his shadow have you ever thought about that have you ever thought about well what does that mean and how did that happen and and what was it about Peter have you ever thought about that hands up if you've sort of wondered about that it's because he realized that God dwelled dwelt in him he realized that he himself was a, was a temple of the Holy Spirit. He, he was so absorbed with who God was and is and is to come. He kind of writes, so realized it is God that works through me, not me myself. Do you know that that is available to all of us? We talk about let his kingdom come as if it's some outside thing over there. The kingdom will come through me and you. Because the enormity of what he's done is he's chosen us. Anybody that accepts him does that, that process of conversion, that journey of conversion. When we talk about the kingdom is at hand, we seem to think that it's some outside work that God wants to do, right? 
It's not. It's me and you. It's me and you saying, God, here I am. Show me what it is to be a temple that you fill. That you clean up and fill. So that I'm just a tool in your hands. Following you every second of the day. If you're anything like me, I go through phases. I go through phases of, of getting so busy with life. You know, life is busy sometimes. Sorry, I'm going to blow my nose. Getting so busy with life that I forget to consciously attune myself to God himself, to the Holy Spirit. How many of you do that? Whether it's kids, whether it's jobs, whether it's cleaning the house, you know, whatever is the normal life that we live. And I'm, I'm not knocking that. We had a speaker on the Kerle, um, Olivia, and uh, she was talking a little bit, but God is, ev- is in everything, so look for him in everything. I used to do that, and then I forgot until, thank you, Olivia, you mentioned it again. It reminded me that I used to go for a walk in a very, very um, painful time in my life. Um, I would probably say I was clinically depressed. I used to get up at bed, cry my eyes out, um, walk to work, crying my eyes out, get to my job, ele- uh, secretary in electrician's company <laughs> after being in ministry for 18 years, but I needed to pay my mortgage. And then put on my my bright face and be professional and answer the phone and then cry all the way home and cry into the sofa at night. But in the process of that, I began to realize that God is God. And he did a very big work in me during that time. But what I began to do was ask him to show me himself in everything that I looked at. So in my walking to work, I would, I would be, it was spring, it began to be spring. I would look at a tree and I would say, see a tiny bud. And the Lord would start to speak to me about spring is coming and life will begin to spring back up into you. We can do that with everything. Because God is in everything. Please don't misunderstand. I'm not talking new age stuff. I'm talking about understanding that everything is held together by him. We would not be here if it was not for him. We exist in him and he exists in us. And now I want to put your way that this God, who is the, you know, the creator living outside of time and space, so loved us. I can't do the whole history of the Old to the New Testament. That he squeezed himself into Jesus' body. He became a baby. And he squeezed his enormous majesty and glory 
into a human body so that we could never say, you don't know what it's like. Because he became flesh for us. And we all know Easter's coming up. Paid, paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we could regain access back to the Father in the relationship that he originally designed us to have. It's very profound. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I can't, I'm not going to, to stand here and say, well, so you should, 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 should. God doesn't deal with shoulds, by the way. He invites us to take a journey with him. Some of that journey is a bit of a surrender of saying, you know what, I don't understand, Lord. But I believe you are the God of all things. So would you, Holy Spirit, take me on that journey of revelation? Would you teach me how to look and listen for you every second of the day? And, and I have been there, but I want to get back, back there. I'm being very honest about it. I've, I've been in that space. But then life happens and it gets a little bit dislodged and you just carry on with life. But I do believe in, in what God is doing today and wanting to do today. I mean this, I don't mean today, Tay. I mean bigger than a season. The next 500 years maybe, 100 years. Who knows when he's going to come back. I do believe he is calling us to live like we're really called. Like we really know him. Not feeling our way in the dark. But saying, God, I don't know you. I don't know you like this Bible talks, to, talks about you. Do you read some of this stuff? I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, if I met that God like face to face, I think I'd be flat on my face. Don't wait for a Sunday morning or a service where the manifest presence of God comes. I've been in services like that. And there is nothing you can do except be on your face weeping because of his glory. I, I've experienced that and what I would say uh, is like a 10% or 1% of what he's really like. The extraordinary thing is that he wants us living Understanding we are a temple. I'm not talking about, oh my gosh, have I sinned? I can't be a temple because I've sinned. I'm talking about if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, if you are saved, you are a temple. He lives in you. So why not? Um, I, this is, I'm talking to myself as well. Why don't we just say, Holy Spirit, I'm so thankful that you're inside me. And where I have 
try, in my own thinking and understanding, made you so small. God is not small. He is enormous. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the Holy One. He is glorious. The earth cannot even contain him. So let us get out of our small-mindedness. And begin to open ourselves up to say, God, you are God. And yet I'm filled by your Holy Spirit. Would you so fill me? Would you get out all the sin? Would you just like push it all out, all the stuff that's inside me that is not of you? Would you push it out? I give you permission to push it out, to grow, to expand within me. So that when I walk down the street, people get healed by my shadow. Because you are God and I am not. Because I carry your glory in your presence. And when I eyeball somebody, they see you through my eyes. They're not encountering me, they're encountering you, God. Because I have so allowed you to expand within me. Because I'm filled by the Holy Spirit. How dare we make him so small? Is anybody following me? I don't think there's anything else to say. I don't know what to say. I just want to throw out an invitation to you to begin to journey with God and say, I have made you too small. There's a song somewhere. I've made you too small in my eyes. I can't remember what it says. I've made you too small. If you want to, we could just repent corporately of making God too small in our eyes. If you're up for that. And if you are, why don't you stand? You don't have to come forwards. This is a very personal thing between you and him. Father, we, we just say and we repent and we're so sorry that we have made you small in our eyes. We have tried to fit you into our human thinking. And we're so sorry. I'm so sorry for that. You just say your own prayer. I'm not going to lead you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So we give you ourselves again today. We know you see and know everything about us intimately. We don't have to prove anything. We don't have to, you know, try to hide anything. You see everything about us. So we give you everything in us and about us, all the good, all the bad. All the struggles, all the fears, all the sin, 
We give it all to you. Because it's exactly why you came, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. And it's by your broken body and your shed blood. We give it all. We give it all. Would you take it? Would you train us? Would you teach us? But above all, Holy Spirit, would you come and fill us again? A fresh infilling of your amazing presence in us. Would you open up our eyes to see you? Would you open up our ears, our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes to see you, to hear you? Would you open up our hearts to know you, that deep, intimate knowing? Would you expand us? So that we're not small, but we're large with you. Would you meet us spirit to spirit? Would you heal our souls? Would you heal our bodies? We so want to know you. Will you take us on that journey? Jesus. Jesus, we love you. We worship you. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. Your train fills the temple in the olden days. The temple couldn't hold you. The grave couldn't hold you. You are worthy. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy. I've asked the, the band to, to sing that, that refrain again. You are worthy of it all. You can come forward if you want to. Sometimes it helps us to take a step. You don't have to, though, because this is between you and him. But let's just spend a little bit of time remembering who he is and who he is in us and that we're his temple, we're a temple of his presence. So we'll just go back into that song.
Jesus, you are worthy of it all, for from you are all things, and to you are all things, you deserve the glory, you are worthy of it all.
Jesus, we just proclaim that you are truly worthy of it all. And I ask Holy Spirit that we wouldn't work, walk out of these doors this morning to enjoy whatever you're going to enjoy today, but that we would remember we carry with you, you with us every second of the day. I ask, Lord, that you would wake us up in the night to remind us. I ask that you would give us dreams to remind us. I ask that as we look around and enjoy your creation, that you would remind us of who you truly are. Outside time, outside space, our creator God, King of kings, Lord of lords, the nations belong to him. Even where there are rumors of wars and wars, the nations belong to him. Nothing takes him by surprise. We belong to him. So just put your hand on your heart if you want to. Holy Spirit, as I walk out today, would you remind me that I belong to you? Would you remind me that I carry you? Would you remind me that Jesus is my king, my savior, my healer, my provider, my strong person, my companion, my lover, my husband, He is everything to me. And would you remind me that the Father is the one that embraces me, loves me, formed me. And would you in that give me the courage to know that every place where my foot stands is me bringing your kingdom. Every person I speak to is me bringing your kingdom. Would you expand my mind and my heart to really grasp who I am, who you are, and that we walk together. In Jesus' name, amen.